Oh, hey, I'm so glad you're back in the archive checking out this episode. I wanted to give you a heads up that while the episode you're about to hear may be a little bit older, we still stand behind all of our advice and actionable takeaways. However, we may mention resources that are no longer available. The best way to get our up-to-date resources is going to feelgoodretail.com slash podcast and checking out what we have there. So without further ado, enjoy the episode. Welcome to Retail for the Rest of Us, a podcast for indie retailers, makers, and shop owners who want to do business differently. I'm your host, Janine Malone, retail expert, small business cheerleader, and the founder of Feel Good Retail. On this show, you'll hear insights, strategies, and ideas on how to sustain and scale your shop without sacrificing your sanity. Each week, you'll hear from me and the occasional guest expert in what I hope feels more like a voice note from your retail BFF than a business podcast. Additional goodies and support can be found in our show notes and at feelgoodretail.com. Now, let's get into the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Retail for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Janine Malone, and today I want to be transparent about my progress. (laughs) I came back to the podcast around two months ago, and that first episode back, which we'll link in the show notes, I got pretty vulnerable about how I am thinking of quitting my business. And at the time, and still now, I am not. (laughs) I'm going to keep this train rolling. But I did make a list of things that I wanted to quit instead. Things like checking my email in bed and pushing through and skipping lunch and creating to please an algorithm. And, you know, I think that that episode left us all on a pretty high note, right? Like, felt really good to be back. It felt really good to think about what I will no longer tolerate inside of my business. But something that bothers me as a listener or community member is when folks set out these big intentions and never really check back in. So I wanted to do that. Um, because that's hard. Because the truth of it is that I'm still doing a lot of those things. And now I'm just noticing that I'm doing them and feeling bad about doing them. <laughs> Which, you know, I, I always feel like that's how it feels when you start therapy again, or if you find a new therapist or something like it almost gets worse before it gets better because all of a sudden you're aware of all of these things, right? Like I'm aware that it's 3 PM and I haven't eaten anything. I'm aware that I just said yes to a project that I'm not really that excited about, but I was feeling like I really needed the money or like I couldn't say no, I couldn't change my mind. Right. And so I just thought it was important to check back in and say, like, I am still working very hard on those things. And some of the things that have helped me are meditation, which I find deeply challenging. Like, 
I, some of you may or may not know this before I started feel good retail. Um, I owned another company called spring tide that was centered around the tarot and cycles and seasons and finding this kind of new rhythm for life. And I feel like that practice, which was so deeply important to me, like completely disintegrated during the pandemic. And I'm trying to find my way back, but that path feels really messy and overgrown and unfamiliar, which has its own kind of level of grief around it. You know, when something used to be easy and it's not anymore, it doesn't feel natural anymore, but meditation has always helped. It's actually how I got into reading tarot in the first place, because I find sitting still really challenging and reading tarot felt like a an active meditation. So that's been helping. And also, you know, I got to drag myself to that mat or that chair. I do it in kind of a chair in my living room. Uh, I drag myself to that chair every morning and really pump myself up. What else has been helping? Going to bed with my phone in another room really helps. I do not have the willpower to not check it. So I just need to make it far enough away that I can't grab it in bed. Because <laughs> I love bed more than I love my phone. That's what I've learned. I also have downloaded a great app called Opal, which I found thanks to Team Holisticism in one of their newsletters. Um, it's a f- You can use it for free and set up something that basically is like a chunk of apps that can be blocked at the same time. And it's a lot more challenging to bypass than the, if you have like a time limit on any apps on your phone, I have a time limit on TikTok and every single day I'm like, ignore limit. (laughs) So Opal's really nice because I have set it up so that all of my text messages, emails, calendar, you know, social media accounts, I think there's like 18 or 19 apps that I have in this little group they're all blocked from like 4am until 10am. So when I wake up, I really have the mornings to myself, which is really, really important for me. I am a really, I really need to like have my mornings and like wash my face and go for a walk and drink some water and settle into the day because I definitely have been known to just basically roll out of bed and into my desk chair. And then all of a sudden at 4 p.m., I'm like, wow, still not wearing a bra, still haven't showered. Like, cool. (laughs) How's that for radical transparency? So I've been really trying to reclaim my mornings. And that's been really helpful because if I'm able to see that someone emailed me about something or someone texted me about something, that takes priority for me. It's not something I like, but it takes priority. So I've decided to just block it. In my world, really no emergencies happen before 10 a.m. And if they do, like I can get a phone call. So that's been really helpful. That's called Opal, O-P-A-L. Like I said, I think you can only create one type of block on their free account, but I've really enjoyed it so far. Because again, it's like, I don't have the 
muscle memory yet to not look, to not open Instagram at 7am, to not get distracted by that email. That's not an emergency at all, but because it involves someone else, (laughs) it feels more important than the things I need to do for myself. So um, I've really enjoyed that. And honestly, it's just a lot of redirecting, a lot of redirecting. Um, some of you may know that I got a puppy in May and it honestly doesn't feel dissimilar from training. Like I'm training myself. I'm redirecting. I'm noticing. I'm gently reminding and I'm distracting myself to try and build some stronger habits around my work life. And it's not, it's not easy. It's not like I made that list and then everything fell into place. It is a really beautiful guiding light and principles and something I do want to be living, (laughs) but there was a long way to go between that episode in October and like actually having that be my reality that all of those things are not things that I do when I'm realizing that those things were actually like my habits. So I've got a nice little reading list set aside for myself for the few weeks I'll take off at the end of the year. I'm going to batch some podcast episodes for you. So you will not be lonely. I hate to leave you high and dry. And I'm just going to keep working on it. And I don't know, again, this kind of transparency is hard for me because I like to feel like I can do it all. Um, And it's hard to admit the things that you're having trouble with, especially when they seem simple. But if you heard that episode and thought to yourself, like, hell yeah, I'm quitting those things. I actually got so many emails from so many of you that said I'm on board or I'm creating my own list of things that I'm quitting. And I don't know, 60 days seems like a good time to check in and be realistic about like, am I doing that? And so if you have been thinking, wow, I haven't really made any progress there. or This is harder than it seems, or I forgot about that list and I'm still totally doing things the way I used to. I'm with you. Change is challenging. It takes so much energy and so much focus and so much tenderness. And that's really hard to find day after day. So that's where I'm at. And I'm going to keep trying and I'll keep reporting back. And ideally next year, I will be able to create some resources for us all to make those changes together and find a more natural rhythm together and get better, but also get gentler altogether. That's my vision for 2023. So I'm going to get back to working on that and I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being in business. Cheers to feeling good. Thanks for listening to Retail for the Rest of Us. 
Find additional information and resources related to this episode in the show notes or on our website, feelgoodretail.com. This show was lovingly produced and edited by Softer Sounds, a feminist podcast studio. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to text it to your business bestie, share it on social media, and leave us a rating or review. It really helps the show grow organically, and we love making new friends. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being in business. And cheers to feeling good. Good.